Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, this is the Horticulture Week podcast and I'm Matthew Appleby. And today I'm talking to John Burke of the Granary Group, who is redeveloping Lad's Garden Village on the floral mile between Maidenhead and Reading. And he's going to be calling that the Berkshire Gardener. I visited John at the site, which is due to reopen in March 2021 at a contemporary garden retail village with a food hall, a farm shop, cafe restaurant, courtyard garden and a lighting and furniture showroom. John talks about redeveloping a site during the corona crisis and the opportunities available in the garden retail market as he seeks to build a small independent group with some new acquisitions to be announced, which he will discuss during the interview. Okay, I'm here with John Burke at the Berkshire Gardener, um, mid-restoration or mid-renovation. So, John, what's what's going on? What are, you, what, are you, what are you up to here? So we are rebuilding the garden centre with a view to opening on March the 1st with a complete renovation and restoration of what has been um, a good site for many years, but unfortunately it's fallen into a state of disrepair. So what are you, what are you working on? What are you, what are you going to be, um, what's going to be your point of difference? Because it's really... Um, quite a busy garden centre street this isn't it between Maidenhead and Reading. So what we plan to offer uh, our customer is an authentic original experience that is based on eco sustainability, uh, wellness and offering the customer um, an exciting opportunity to be a part of something that gives something back as well as uh, creates a destination. What sort of influences from other retailers will will we see here at Berkshire Gardener when it's finished? Um, I think we will have elements from different businesses. Blue Diamond have a very unique offer that's independent to them. 
there is a commercial offering that will be available here uh, so you will be able to get your traditional um, pieces for your hose and your things to dig in the garden and all the things that are important to a, a gardener that visits a garden centre for the reasons that it was built in the first place and then we will also cater um, in the hospitality sector for the people that come to garden centres uh, for enjoyment as well as um, for work in the garden. So I think what we need to try and do to be successful in the road that we're in is offer uh, customers an authentic experience that ticks as many of those boxes as we can and use some of the examples of what other people do and make sure that we present it in a way that's unique to us. And uh, what's the background of this centre? It's been here for you know, a few decades, hasn't it? Yeah, so one man and his dream started with a cabin and an agricultural building and developed it. Um, Barry Holloman has done a fantastic job. He's attended Chelsea, um, done some amazing things over the decades as a family business. Uh, and with us being a family business, um, it was really important to us that we continue that heritage and legacy uh, for the Hollemans. And there will be uh, flashes of that history engraved into the site as tribute to uh, Barry Holloman and what he created. Brilliant. Um, what's, um, what's your background? Uh, my background is I started my very first job in a jardinery in Cheltenham and then I went on to work in the building and construction industry for many years, uh, both selling and developing. And then uh, having been a concession, in a garden centre for the last decade, decided that I'd like to see how the other shoe fits. So we ventured into a, a joint development of a large garden centre in Windlesham and created a small 18,000 square foot offering called the Windlesham Gardener. And we decided with the Berkshire Gardener to take the next step and have the full development. You must have confidence in the future you know, to build during the pandemic. There's two, <coughs> two, two ways to um, consider the pandemic and that is to be positive and proactive and look for good investment and solid opportunities for the future and I think the garden centre industry as a whole has been one of the most resilient in the marketplace for not just having suffered huge losses but bouncing back from those losses and in some cases reporting reporting growth. And how do you get funding for a big development like this? Uh, so um, we've got a shareholder and investor in the business and then through our own businesses um, we've got a robust model um, through using our own funds and no lending. And you have some, there's, at the moment there's concessions on site but you're going to have some new ones? We will have some new concessions and we're talking to some national brands at the moment. Um, it's not an easy marketplace to look for partners at the moment because a lot of capital expenditure has either been uh, rescinded or paused. But there are people like us in the marketplace that believe a garden centre is a great place to be. And it's still a fantastic opportunity for both the customer and the business um, to create a destination that people can spend their time and money. Now there's a Dobby's just up the road, so you know how intimidating is it to have you know a massive chain like that so nearby? I think it's a great way to ensure the success of this business. 
um, by offering an alternative to the current model that is just up the road. Um, this garden centre, this is a garden centre area um, that has got keen nurseries, growers and gardeners and we believe by focusing on the points I said earlier about uh, making it great quality, good value, authentic and looking at the key drivers for a lot of people today which is eco-sustainability and wellness and also education and a big part of what we want to do here is utilise uh, sustainability with solar panelling, electric parking, electric charging, collecting surface runoff for watering plants rather than using fresh water and really thinking about everything that we can do to put back as well as to bring people in. And you're looking to become a group, um, a bigger group, yeah. um, a new, new group in the industry. So what's the plans for that? So I'm not sure we will be a big group um, because I'm not sure our model is commercially flat enough to expand all over the country. But I think what we can do is in certain areas we can put businesses that will offer customers a unique experience that is very different to what they would normally see at the likes of Adobe's. Um, and I do believe there's a space in the market for that. So our appetite for new ventures is, um, is not vast, but it is willing. So we are currently talking to a third um, possible fourth garden centre that we would look to bring in in 2021. And would there be similar type of redevelopment projects to this? What excites me is to, uh, I think there's a legacy in the garden centre industry right now of uh, family businesses that have been around for the last three or four decades that either have family members that don't wish to take on the business or the ability or direction. And I think it's a great way to ensure the longevity of garden centres uh, so that they don't go to other types of development is to look for those specific criteria that meets our wish list and actually revitalize in what would otherwise become a demolition works. Um, uh, as with this site, I think that we've got in here just at the right moment before it got to a point of no return. Um, and our view is that we will bring back an amazing garden center to the street that possibly could have been lost and I think there are opportunities across the breadth of the UK with that family business model that also aren't looking for a commercial partner. They're looking for somebody that is a little bit more feet on the ground, um, less shareholders and um, more customer focused. Near a bit of a drill in the background, but drilling down a bit, <laughs> how are you making this centre coronavirus safe? What are you doing to um, you know, mitigate against that? So we're putting in a one-way system that will be here um, for the duration. Um, so there will be a clear entry and exit point with a wide walkway giving um, two metre distance in from both travel. Uh, so a four metre walkway will be available from the entrance through the whole site and to the exit. So there will be a clear direction of travel. There will be sanitizing throughout at each of the changing points. So one when you enter, one when you go inside and one when you leave so that you're not just doing it when you enter the site. Um, and there will be uh, marked and visible social distancing signs to ensure that even when um, uh, COVID alert levels drop, 
that it's clear that we still have a set of rules to follow and the care of each other and our customers is paramount um, and we want to keep people safe but make it enjoyable so I think we need to do it in a way that's seamless but effective. And what, what about in the cafe? So in the cafe, um, in, although we're increasing the offering and the covers um, for the first period, it will be reduced seating. Um, and that will probably be for the whole of next um, season. And we'll look at where we are next year then before we open up the wider seating. 75% uh, of that seating available will be based undercover outdoors um, in the interim. And table service only? Table service only. I believe that that is something that is not just here temporary, but here to stay. So we will always, and the site will be operating table service from day one. And we will also operate a booking system so that you can actually book a table ahead of time to ensure that you can get a seat on a set day available. Uh, how's it been dealing with the planning, planning authorities? So the planning authorities have visited us um, today and we are explaining that we would like to work with them to create an eco-sustainable, as close to zero carbon footprint garden centre as we can, uh, which will be the only one of its kind in this area, offering free electric parking for both cars and bicycles getting 70% of its power from its own roof and using 60% of the water that falls from the sky to service the site both for watering plants and toilet flushing and basic amenities that for some reason we feel we need fresh water to do. Brilliant. Thanks, John. Good luck with the project. Um, looks like it's getting on really well, so I look forward to returning back here next year to see how it's uh, completed. Thank you very much. This Horticulture Week podcast was produced and edited by Christina Taylor. For more podcasts, Horticulture Week news, analysis, exclusive industry reports, insight and data, go to horticultureweek.co.uk. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.